We're live. All right, are we on? We are, yeah. Live. We're live. We, we've got three three top managers here today in, uh, unfortunately, increasing COVID world, really. Um, it looks like we're heading back into lockdown, but this is all being done virtually again, guys. So again, production quality is impacted, so bear with us. Let's have some introductions then. Probably yourself, Chairman. Yeah, you've got Chairman, socially distanced from 100 miles away from you. Uh, you got me, Lloyd Christmas, uh, former champion, a number of years ago now. Also, former, uh, also, uh, former Kipper semi Kipper Kipper finalist. Long time ago, actually. Um, did his actually did his victory get removed? No, it can't get removed. It has been, yeah, because yeah. of the the accurate passing, and it was just ridiculous, really. So we decided actually doesn't count. We're into a new world now. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I don't think that's a good justification for cancelling out, um, you know, a victory. So we'll leave that in. <laughs> I was a finalist, actually, by the way, as well. This is uh, Marvellous Maggie here, as usual. So it's been a while, actually, since we've got, we've got together and we've discussed the kind of comings and goings because there's been a lot going on out there. And, uh, you know, the stress levels are back up, back up, cranked up to where they were, you know, a few months ago. It feels like football hasn't really stopped. It's just kind of rolled on through. <laughs> We've got uh, a nice little international break now. Oh, yeah, I know. Much I'm needed. actually quite enjoying a little break, actually, because it's been a you know, highly stressful start. I can say after, um, after making my debut in the Kipper final that it's one of the, <laughs> one of the most stressful experiences of my life, actually. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm more keen than ever not to... Not to be back in that position again. I'd um, I'd uh, warbs from the orbs otters accompanying me, sitting next to me while I was going through that. He can uh, he can attest to the level of stress I was under during that final. Luckily for me, De Bruyne popped up, saved me, but it was close. I could almost smell that fish. <laughs> oh, I was to be honest, I was devastated by that because um, I was just I was watching closely, just thinking if Lloyd Christmas gets kippered here, that might. I was already thinking of what I was going to change my name to. Would it be, you know, Lloyd Kippermas or <laughs> Kipper Christmas, <laughs> Lloyd Kippers? But fortunately, fortunately, I missed it. Now, now here we are in the new season. It's been a very odd start. I'm even looking at the table now, and I do see the Kipper appear, but it's in second place. The Barmy Kipper Army in second place in the league table. Yeah, it's funny old start it's, to the yeah, season. It's been topsy turvy, isn't it? Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's been the theme, really. It's been all over the place. I mean, who would have thought Liverpool would have gone down 7-2 and United 6-1? You know, these, these, these things happen. It's unfortunate, but it's a topsy-turvy season. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, there might be a really unexpected winner this year, just the way these things are turning out. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. So let's, let's have a look at... Um, to kick us off, well, like before we delve into that, we um, we stumbled on a funny piece of information regarding the uh, the latest from the crack den. <laughs> so, do you want to give us a quick update on what's happening with your mates around the corner? Well, so we've been uh, in constant contact with police, and then the uh, MP has got involved as well. I was out running the other day, bumped into councillor. She was there waiting for the police to work out where to put the camera. It's all looking good. But I had, a, I had a little idea. So I thought, right, we basically, we got new garage doors during lockdown. 
so I've got the old ones and uh, I, one of my chores was going to take them to skip but I thought no actually I'm going to create a bit of an assault course go a bit home alone and create a bit of an assault course just to stop them getting into my little area so I was out there a couple of Sundays ago sorting it out found some old bed spring wire tied them to some trees yeah there's quite a lot of glass there so I just trod that in chucked it around and uh yeah it's uh it's proper full knocks now. It really is. No getting in. Oh, that sounds that sounds like a real assault call. <laughs> Tell me about your little purchase though as well, Chair. What you you bought some plants, didn't you, as well? Yeah, they came this week actually. So um I've got some stinging nestle seeds from Amazon. <laughs> so um ten thousand stinging nestle seeds came through the post the other day. So um, that's my job tomorrow, is go and plant them. And uh yeah, there's no getting here. That's actually a really good idea. If you filled that with stinging nettles, there's no way they go in there. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. They'll probably try that's and lick him, though, the crazy crackheads. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. So they're still around there shooting up? Not so much, but, yeah, I was, there was a sighting earlier this week. Oh, God. And uh, where's the camera going? Is it on the alley or down the alley? Yeah, down the alley. So, okay. which working out, so... Yeah, we're getting there, don't you worry. But where's the camera, where's the feed go to? Is it going to your, have you got it in your house or? No, no, this is go go straight into police and the council. Oh, right. Okay. Top surveillance. Things things have moved on, haven't they? They certainly have. (laughs) Well, well done, Cher. Sounds like positive, uh, positive movement then. You can have a go on the assault calls when you come around. That's a chairman for you. He can deal with anything, this guy. Crackheads. Negativity from uh, Harmless's manager. <laughs> Controversy from uh, Otters. You know, he, he'll deal with it. Don't you worry. <laughs> well, look, that's I like the way you, fe- you, um, you, you, you made your running route go around the back of your garden. That's quite interesting. You went out for a run, you ended up running around the back of your house. Yeah, there's a little public footpath there. So it's quite a nice run, actually. Nice 5K in the morning, you know. Beautiful. Two crack addicts en route. <laughs> they don't get up that early. They're normally there about lunchtime. <laughs> oh, God. Right, so let's get into it then. Um, what have you got, Chair, for us? What have you got to kick so, us off then? Let's have a little share of the screen. Yeah, let's right. have a quick look. Can you see that? Oh, yes, here we go. Perfect. Let's go on slideshow. Let's do it. So, it's our fifth podcast, this. Who'd have thought it? Yeah. What season are we in now? Is this season four of the fan tracks, the new format? It is, yeah. yeah. Season um, three, because the first one doesn't count. <laughs> uh, okay. So... so yeah, we've, we've already covered. I just wanted to put the, uh, the scores and doors from the last season. Uh, just to reiterate that, um, yeah, Christmas had a bit of a, a lucky escape in the end. So they were four points ahead going into the, the final match, but then they, they pretty much stormed it with De Bruyne. Jesus, that's some big scores in that Kipper final there, I tell you. Yeah, it's one true. Four, one four seven to Christmas versus one one ten of the Barmy Army. The Barmy Army were quite lucky there, actually. They were, yeah, it's true. And then is if that, you is that sorry, is that both games? That's yeah, that's cumulative. Oh, right, not as impressive actually. But no. yeah, but look at the yeah, but when you look at the. Uh... Yeah, actually, when you look at the championship, that was a that was a real that was a real high score as well, wasn't it? Yeah, one five two, one four eight. It was a it was a massive swing round because Pilots won the first one eighty six sixty two, and then Rangers came back 
to win 1962 and win by four oh. points in the end. Oh, that's a classic. It's absolute moment. classic, wasn't it? I, I, you know, people's champion though, wasn't he? No one wanted he was, the Gobies yeah. with their their horrible strategy of betting big on three players. No one wanted them <laughs> to win. You know, it was really for once he had a really good opportunity in life to deliver, and he, he fell at the final hurdle again. He he could have put Garcia in, but he just didn't bother checking his team for Man City at the back, and he left him out. And that if he had put him in and paid attention, he would have uh, he'd won that, and he would have been a champion. Is that it? One missed, one missed opportunity. One missed opportunity. It's like sliding and, doors, uh, isn't it? Well, it's thin margins, isn't it? This uh, this Kipper, Kipper League. But you know, to be fair to him, you know, two final appearances in two years is pretty impressive. Yeah, that's true. That's, hand it so to the him. pilots are, you know, they are. Uh, they've had some good pedigree, to be fair, the last couple of seasons. But we, I think we should, uh, you know, give uh, Rangers well-deserved round of applause. Actually, I think for his history. <laughs> Superb. He deserved that because I tell you what, the guy's been in the wilderness, certainly for, certainly for the first season. I mean, everyone's like, who is this bloke? <laughs> and, then, uh, and then he slowly, progressively, he's got better and better. And uh, he really delivered last season, didn't he? He certainly did. He's um, unfortunately, I haven't been able to go and shake his hand or oh. touch his elbow um, to give him the, uh, the chairman round of applause because of COVID. Yeah. He's in Nottingham, which is the, uh, the hotbed at the moment. What's your excuse for not sending in the money, though, Chair? Oh, the money's gone. Money's <laughs> yeah, the money's with him. Don't you worry. We can uh, yeah, we probably need confirmation on that. I don't, you know. Normally, we have to check with Karen just to make sure that transaction is being. Yeah, don't, don't you worry. It went through the Newlands uh, Banking Trust, so it's all oh, good. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, he did well there. He really did. I felt a bit bad for him because it, it almost got uh, it's great victory and we know it is a great victory because it's a long old hard season almost got um you know overshadowed by the comedy that was going on in the old slippery kipper because <laughs> <laughs> old old christmas has slipped in there after you know countless appearances on the podcast with a cock out you know say i got de bruyne yeah fuck off next minute he's in there <laughs> <laughs> tell you what that that really affected my uh my transfer strategy this season, though, you can't you can't just rely on some of these players. So I had De Bruyne and Mane, and still ended up in the kipper. That's that's all exactly interesting. Well, look, let's get on to that because because um, there's going to be interesting to see. It's a really good draft actually. We had we had some really exciting moves, and I'd probably say probably the best spread, I think, in terms of talent across the teams we've had. I think, but um, yeah. So where we let's let's move on, chair. Oh, right, because so we go, we've got the old kip here. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so Mr. Slinger, so we're going to pick up and have a look at everyone's draft now and get the, uh, have a quick analysis of the feedback from, uh, from, uh, from the league members. So, I mean, I suppose what stands out here is the Slinger is that he's a real, he's a shrewd businessman, isn't he? He knows what he's doing out there. He certainly knows Woodward, is he? He knows his stuff. <laughs> He knows how to get players in the door. Um, and I think, you know, his draft was outstanding again this year. And uh, I think everyone, bar two, which was the Barmy Army and the Gobi Pilots, picked him for a number one spot, their number one team this year, which yeah. is 
I would say that I think I think uh, I think Murph's made the point more recently that given the the uncertainty around team sheets and starting 11s that it's just the time difference is going to snooker him this year he might have had the best draft but I don't think I think he's going to be really hindered by that yeah it's yeah, a I mean, nightmare isn't it because with the uh, the matches being at different times it's not like you can just stay up till three and uh, just put your players in and go to sleep he's having to no. just track it the whole time now so absolute nightmare for the guy I mean look I think he's he's had two He's been into two semi-finals now, hasn't he? Uh, the last two seasons, he's just not quite made it. Um, actually, I think he was in a final last year, wasn't he? No, no, he wasn't. No, it was the uh, the Gobi was in there against. Um, I think it was the Otters, actually, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah so he's... he did two semi-finals the last two years, which is a great performance. But he's put together some great teams. But you're, but even with that time difference, he's delivered. I think you're right. This year's gonna be harder for him. Um, but you know what he's like. He, he'll be down in the cricket club, you know, COVID or not. And he, he's up same hours as us, this guy. operates. <laughs> just looking at one of the comments, I quite like it. The, the, just listen for the last bit. Singers may have the best team, perhaps a little weak in defence. But with Werner, Aguero, Obi, Vardy, Vardy, Madison and Luke Shaw, they have some serious points. I like the way Luke Shaw pops in there at the end, mm. in that list. It's nice. He's <laughs> Let's have a look at this team then. I mean, he's got... I mean, it's clearly... <laughs> he's an exciting player, isn't he? A manager, shall I say. He definitely goes kind of top-heavy with attack. To pick up Aguero, Vardy, uh, Werner, Aubameyang and Madison was a stroke of genius, really. Uh, I'm still not sure how he's managed that. Although, to be fair, Madison's been... Uh, I think he's got the old Christmas curse still. He doesn't seem to quite... <laughs> he hasn't got many minutes on the pitch yet. Um... But when he does, we saw him against Man City with a worldie. He is a threat. Um, but yeah, Verne hasn't really kicked on yet. Yeah. But I think he will. He, he does look like a good player. Um, and Aguero's been out. So when yeah. he comes back, um, I think, you know, I think that's a dangerous team. He's also actually sneakily pickups like Maitland Niles, um, Fabi- Fabino, and. Um, Hoiberg, Rodriguez, they're all players at start, so he's got some solid points to fill a few gaps if um, there's a few injuries. So I think it's, it's a solid team. I just What about this defence, though, Chair? What are you thinking? Uh, I, quite, mm, I quite like it, but then I quite don't like it, I think. So I think, you know, you look at Cody. Connor Cody plays every minute. He's a good player. Not much attacking threat, though. Mendy... When he plays, he can do well, but he's a bit of a wild card, isn't he? And then Luke Shaw now with Tellez coming in. He's going to get get kicked out, I think. I think Tellez is going to take that. Yeah, he'll drop out for... And then Walker-Peters, you know, he's starting Southampton. They've started to get a bit better, but he's got a Southampton double up because he's got McCarthy and Walker-Peters. So, yeah, it's not bad, but to be fair... Defence isn't king at the moment. It's all about attacks, isn't it? All the goals going in. So maybe it'll work for him. Yeah, you're right, actually. It is true. So far, there's been not a huge amount of clean sheets. It's all uh, it's all gone a bit nuts up there. Well, look, I think he's got he's done really well there. I think he's going to be a threat again this year. Um, you've got to hope you catch him on one of those bad weekends, which I think Yotta did, actually. 
the old ratty old otter doing his voodoo magic. I think he caught him on one of those weekends and sneaked him by a point or something. But anyway, we'll come on to that. Who have we got up next? So this is in seed order. So based on what the managers went for, number two is Crockpots. Yeah. What about this, Lloyd Christmas? What are your thoughts? I was just looking at the, oh, just looking at the photo. There's a, a young photo of uh, old Crocs there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was the uh, profile photo you used to, uh, to snap. I like it, though. Uh, what are my thoughts? Well, you obviously picked up De Bruyne, which is one of my favourites, but as I said, didn't, didn't do it for me last last season. Um, Gomez, well, he had a bit of a shock the other day, didn't he? But I think, you know, should be a long, longer term, should be a, should be a good pick. Pogba, a bit unknown for this season. Greenwood, Van Der... Yeah, he's, got a, he's gone quite heavy on... On United, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's 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 it's, a, it's not a bad side. Where did I? I'm trying to think where I. Yeah, I had him in a fifth. He's a bit mid table for me. It's it's got a few, you know, it's got a few nice little um, cherries in there. But otherwise, it's a bit, it's a bit, you know, yeah, it's mid table for me. What are your thoughts, Jim? Yeah, I'm um, I'm surprised. I think I put him as second according to this. I don't know why. Really not sure. I think, you know, Zaha, I thought, would do quite well. Greenwood, De Bruyne. I think it must have been the De Bruyne thing that just swung me, really. Because, you know, Azpilicueta is a good player. Tillsman, he's all right. Egan did well last season, but not that well this season. Yeah, I think just because he went for a few players I wanted, that's why I put him high. But, yeah, I I think if you ask me now, I'd say actually mid-table. When I when I first saw it, I thought, and to be fair, based on uh, last season, I thought it was really good. I thought Ramsdale was a great pickup in goal. He's got Matt Ryan as backup. I think he's done right. He's done wonders for Otters at last season. And uh, defence is solid. You know, you got Bolly Egan, Gomez, and then you have got Johnny Evans coming. And Johnny Evans did a great job for Hartchester last year. And the other three, you know, very solid. Um, you got Aspen Quetta in there as well. He could bring in. And then you've got midfield, Tillemans, De Bruyne, Pogba, Van der Beek and Greenwood. I mean, Greenwood was so good last season. I thought he was going to have a great season. But, you know, the, the wheels have completely come off. Paul Van der Beek thinking, what the hell's going on? Because I thought he'd be in, in there starting. And, and you know, he looks like a decent player. So I thought, he's got enough there. Zaha, you know, Zaha's, again, sneaky pickup. He's done well. Um... Looks like there's enough there to be a really decent outfit. Uh, I just think it hasn't all quite come together yet, and mainly because of United. But we saw this with, um, oh, what's it called? A Grand Crew last year. All heavy reliant on United, and things didn't go that well, did they? So we'll have to see what happens. But I still I think, think... I think it's strong enough not to be kippered. I don't think he'll be in the, um, the bottom six. Yeah. I still think he'll end up, you know, fifth, fifth or sixth, I think. I think I think he's going to. Uh, I think he'll be in the playoffs this year, um, the championship bracket that is. Um, and you know, look, he, he he said to me he really wanted a you know um, a kind of franchise player or star player to to really uh, get behind, and he so they went all out to get the Bruyne, and we'll come on to that, won't we, in a bit, chair? Oh dear, I'm just looking in the middle here. Crockpot's a potential winner. But likely to be rocked by a salt scandal. 
Does anyone know what that means? Right in the middle I there. I can hazard a guess, but you can't say it on a uh, podcast recording. Already? Okay. We'll, we'll move on. You can say it on here. You can say it on here. It's all right. <laughs> but it's an odd one, isn't it? It's not, it's not common. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on uh, to the next one. Okay, let's, let's move on. There oh. he is. There's the old Gobi. Um, what are we making of this then? What do you reckon, Christmas? Oh, where's the start? Uh, well, I mean, the fact that you've got one of his star players as being Suyunchu kind of says it all for me. But you've got, yeah, you've got, he's got Salah there, hasn't he? And he's got, uh, he's got, I mean, he picked up Silver. It's going to be a bit hit and miss. I don't think he'll start every time. Um, but, you know, he's got, uh, he's got Sterling again. So, you know, I think again he'll probably find himself he might he, he might he'll probably end up the right the right side of the uh of the of the kind of line, he'll probably end up in the top six, but I can't see him winning it. I think he'll get to you know, he, he might just get to the first round first or second round this year of the playoffs. Well he's 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 seed three and I generally think he's gonna have a tough season. And uh, he's picked up Alison Gold, which you know, he's done well there, but we already start to see Alisson injury prone, and Henderson hasn't his backup keeper hasn't beaten the gear out of that role yet. Yeah. So that's a problem because you've got no goalkeeper at the moment. You've got Basham. I think Sheffield United is not going to be quite the same team as last year with those clean sheets. Um, second season syndrome, I think. But unfortunately, we'll come on to home as they fall into the trap of that. But uh, old Rudiger is still is he still there? Or has he gone off on loan? He's still there. He's still there, but yeah. he's just not getting game time. He wants out, so he's not playing. I thought that's unfortunate because I thought he'd be starting. And then uh, you look at that midfield; it's it's a bit worrying, really. John Fleck, Kovacic, Oxlade Chamberlain, and Wijnaldum. Um He has to be fair on the bench. Got well in this one. He's got you know Sterling comes in, but then he's got wow. Well, don't really know actually. He hasn't really got much. He's got Fernandinho, but he's not starting every week. And he's obviously got Salah up front. But that, I think he's going to struggle. To be honest, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> well, I mean, if you look at the, if you look at our projections, the three of us, we all had him between about. Well, Chair and I had him down at seventh. You had him at uh, fifth. Yeah. But but there's a few people who put him quite high up. I mean, uh, Rangers, uh, harmless. And old Framey put Framey put him in top spot. Yeah, I'm assuming Framey. No, no, yeah. I mean, he, he, I'm assuming Framey is the one responsible for the uh, Gobies hyphen winners comment. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think that must have been it. Um, but you know, he he's gone big again. But this year, he's he's missing a few key pieces. Yeah, um, I think he's missing Wolves. Last year, he had Jimenez. He had. Um, one of the he had Doherty, didn't he as well? Yeah, yeah. Doherty, but I just yeah. look at this Paulson cast, and I'm just not sure. There's a lot of discontent here. You've got Garcia wants to go to Barcelona, Rudiger yeah. wants to go anywhere but Chelsea. Uh, Wijnaldum wanted to go to Barcelona. Oxley Chamberlain wants to be with Perry the whole time. So I just yeah, <laughs> not sure about it to be fair. I'm not either. I'm really I'm worried. Not. Like there'll be some weeks he wins because of Salah and Sterling. Other weeks. He's going to be sub-20 points, I think. 
I, I think so. And I think we're starting to see oh, that. I mean, he's already he's rock bottom of the table, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll come With on. No, no wins. Yeah, we'll, we'll come on to that in a minute. So let's move on to our uh, seed four. And there he is, um, Mr. Walker Texas Rangers. So what were you thinking here, Chair? Um, so from the top, he's got no goalkeeper at the moment. So he's playing with 10 men, and that could be for a little bit of time. So that's a bit of a worry. I think, you know, you look at the stars, he's got Trent there. He's got Bruno Fernandes. Jesus and Mares make a welcome return to them. So I think he's got enough solid players there um, to get him out of a few holes. I think, once again, supporting cast, not quite sure about it, to be fair. I think defensively, he's gone for Eric Dyer, who's starting Spurs. But, yeah, I don't know how good they're going to be defensively. Deli Ali, not really working. You know, he's not playing. Jorginho Mount. Yeah, I mean, they'll get a few points. Sigurdsson, Snodgrass, don't really play that much. And then McBurney as well. It's, yeah, it's sort of mid-table team, I think. Yeah, he's got some good players in there, but it's just that supporting cast. I think the next transfer window, he's going to have to work some magic again. I think he is. I mean, he's quite heavily reliant, as he was last season, on Jesus and Mahrez. And if they're out, or um, I think this team looks like it lacks a bit of firepower to me. Um, but he's got a solid midfield there. I mean, two penalty takers. I yeah. like that. I mean, that, that's going to really pay dividends this season with all the nuts rules going on. Um, but yeah, it's, there's a lot of holes in there, isn't there? I uh, he's got some work to do. That's for sure. It's interesting though because I mean we've just gone through the top four as they were seeded by everyone, and we're not really that excited by any of them apart from maybe slingers. Um, so I wonder whether just the, the, our perspectives on things are a little skewed. As you said, Mike, at the start, the uh, the spread of players has been so so kind of good this season that maybe no team is a standout a standout winner. You know, they're mm. all yeah. every team's got its faults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a fair. Fair observation. I think it's difficult, isn't it? Because you look when the draft took place and at the time, based on, you know, last season, which kind of was seemed to be like two weeks ago, those players were actually, you know, the players in these, you know, top four seeds were actually delivering. But this new crazy season started and things haven't quite turned out as I think quite a few managers would have thought. Yeah. So, so only um, four game weeks in, though, so it's early days. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Let's, uh, let, who's, who's the seed five, then? <laughs> there he is. There he is now. <laughs> I mean, this guy, again, he, he's working his way up. He's improving each season. But, you know, it's, he's got a long way to go, I think, to be up there challenging for the title. Um, let's have a look at his team, then. He's gone for his old Pickford again this year. I'm not sure why. The guy's a liability. Uh, Patricio, though, solid keeper. His defence is, is, I think, it's quite questionable. Although he has picked up Laporte, which was a good pickup. And Ake, as well, might be a sneaky, a sneaky one. Because mm. Mende had a horror show against Leeds. And then Ake came on to try and sort it out. So I wonder if he might get a starting berth, which would be pretty good. But Alonso, Aurier's gone. 
Shulop of Crystal Palace and Luke Thomas. There's not much points there. I don't, I don't like that at all. Um, but he has got Laporte that comes in, fair play. Lindelof as well, but he's having a shocking season. Um, it's only four game weeks in, or three game weeks for United. <laughs> Remember that. Stop it, he's an awful we've, player. We've, got, we've only played three games. And then uh, he, he kind of, the team progresses from being shit to better and better as you move through. So midfield's also a bit questionable. You've got Isaiah from Crystal Palace, Cater and Pepe. You've got Bernardo Silva on the bench when that's it. And then, again, heavy reliant on uh, a, you know attack with Jordan Age, if he can drop into midfield as well, to be fair, Manning, Charleston and Martial. So he has got firepower there, but if that firepower doesn't fire... Jesus, that team looks really poor. Do we think Pepe's going to turn it on this season? No. I, 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 just, uh... I, I just don't trust him, personally. He just always tries to overdo things and do too much. Um, but, you know, let's have a look where he's placed him. I had fourth. I had him third. I quite enjoyed one of the comments. So the highest anyone's placed him on that table... Is third, yet one of the comments says crew slash top two. <laughs> I reckon that's Framey, maybe. Framey, maybe, in his own funny time zone. There's some weird stuff going on here. <laughs> Great spot. Old, uh, old Hawkeye's over there. Lloyd Chris who doesn't miss a thing when he comes to the spreadsheet. So, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know why you guys put him so high. He's got some good attacking options there, but... Blimey, the, it, the cover's pretty bare behind that. I, no, I, I'm still backing him. I look at it, I think firepower's good. I think the defence is pretty good as well. It's that midfield where I think that's the first use of the Joker sign on this kip. Um, but they could do all right, to be fair. So, Hang on a minute. Oriol's not playing. Alonso now's not going to be playing. playing like, a bit. Well, but Alonso's not going to be playing much. Now, after his spat with Lampard. And then Luke Thomas isn't playing much, is he? He's playing in the moment. He won't in a bit. But then um, Lindelof and uh, Laporte or Ake to come in. Yeah, so, okay. some weeks, like if Ake yeah, and Laporte yeah. play together, then yeah, he'll double up. So, I think it's enough. Okay, well, look, we'll see. I might be wrong, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens on that. We'll come to some scores in a bit. Um, who's next? Seed six. Oh, here he is. Is the old chairman, Hartchester. I think he should be higher up. I mean, I, as you can see on that chart, I put him... Well, Strassi had him up at first. I had him in second. Grand Crew had you in third. But you've got a, a fair mixed bag, haven't you? It's, it's, you're, a real, uh, you're a real Marmite team, actually. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't like it at all, this team. But, you know... It, some it, people do, though. I know. But... It's just such. There was some crackpot smoke I thought going on before. <laughs> There'd been a few people down his alley, I think, joining in. But so far, you know, he has delivered. But we'll come on to that in a bit because there's some question marks over the management style over the, last weekend. But um, I mean, Louise Zabinski options in there. That's not bad. Um, Bertrand, how do you say Digen? Digen. Dinier, whatever. Good top player, actually. He's, he's really good. James yeah, Justin, I had him last season. He didn't really do much for me. He's been doing... He's, I think he's doing quite well now. He's doing better this season. 
Yeah. Seems Justin was a good pickup actually. Um, that that was a very sneaky pickup. I like that one. Um, and then you've got he's got Carl Walker on the bench, Charlie Taylor, not both quite good pickups actually. But then he's got this really mm. interesting little midfield here. Jack Harrison <laughs> popped up with a goal against Liverpool the first game. Quality. That was uh, that was good. Montinho, not sure about him. Pulisic is now back, so that could be could be a good one. Um, Redmond, you know, not sure about him. Son's been outstanding though. Son's good. Lacazette's well, we're onto the forward. Lacazette's been better than better than expected. Moutinho, I had him last season as well. In fact, you've kind of copied quite a bit of my squad from last season, which obviously which did not work out for me at all. But, um, but he, uh, you know, he was benched for last game, wasn't he, Moutinho? And he's, I don't yes. think he's really ever come back since. He had a great season a couple of couple of years ago, but last season he wasn't he wasn't up to it. And this no, season he hasn't been hasn't been no. on fire either. I don't think he's getting a huge amount of game time. But then he's got McNeil, Dwight McNeil on the bench, who actually, is, you know, he does a lot of set pieces for Burnley now, so that's a good pickup. He's had him last season as well. And he's got Rashford in as well, you know, he can bring in. So, it doesn't really excite me that much, this team. But so far, it's getting points. Lacazette, I think, has been quite important. Is he going to maintain that? I'm not sure. We'll find out. But it's solid again, but it doesn't set the world on fire, does it? What are your thoughts, Chair, about your side? I'm pretty happy with it, to be fair. So, I, the main players I wanted were... So Son, Rashford, Pulisic and Digne. So they were the main ones I wanted. So I was happy to get all of them. Um, Lacazette was a bit of a wild card one, which worked out so far. So I'm happy with that. Um, and then trust the old Dwight McNeil. He's a veteran of Harchester, so good to have him back in the squad. So I'm pretty happy, to be fair. I think there are a few things to do in the transfer window. But yeah, I mean, Sonny's just been amazing. Absolutely yeah, quality, yeah. that guy. So, um, yeah, he's uh, he had a little rest for me last week, though, but it didn't cost me the match, so it's fine. Mourinho's mind game has got into my head, and uh, I put, well, I put well, Redmond it instead. It didn't cost you the match. No, it didn't in the end, luckily. Because he, um, yeah. he had Kane, so Kane got loads of points. Oh, well, I see what you mean. You yeah. still lost, but it wouldn't matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So relieved yeah, by that. Thought, oh my God, what's he doing? <laughs> so yeah, I thought Nathan Redmond on the bench would be a better player than some not playing at all, but Mourinho did me. He did you? While you're outside doing your assault course for the yeah, track. So. Well, let's, let's, let's move on then to our next, uh, our next seed. Here he is. Draft our, our seventh seed, B minus, um, Roy Christmas. Take us through this chair. What are your thoughts? So I put him in fourth. So starting at the top. So he's got Leicester coverage in his goalkeepers. So yeah, that's fine. Happy with that. Robertson, quality. Chilwell, good signing as well for Chelsea. Sace, you know, he's playing for Wolves. He gets a few goals. And then Saka as well. You know, he plays defence and midfield. So, yeah, quite a nice looking defence that. Um, Johnny, you know, long-term injury, but will come back at some point. So that's all right. And then Dallas, Dallas is an interesting one. I looked at him, classified as a midfielder, but sneakily he's changed to defender as well now. And that's the main reason why I didn't put him in. But he's had a few games yeah. at defence and now he's defender. Yeah. So cunning little pick up that. Yeah, I 
Yeah, exactly. I thought that. I thought because I, look, I looked beforehand, and it was like he, he was defend. He's always been a defender. So yeah, that's midfield. I thought, what's going on here? Yeah, so I wasn't happy with that. But yeah, I think the midfield's quality. Harvey Barnes, uh, Pereira, Trossards look great. Traore hasn't done too much this season, but he's good. So yeah, I really like midfield. Attack is all right, but kind of middle of the road. So Che Adams hasn't quite kicked on from last year. Mitch Rich, you know, played for Hutch the previously, gets a few goals, but a bit of hit and miss. And then Chris Wood, who hasn't done much this season, but normally gets a few goals. So all right. And then Ziyech from um who has come in for Chelsea. He obviously injured at the moment. Could be good, but a bit of a wild card, I think. Yeah, so I quite, I quite like it. I think he's got you know, enough sort of players spread across different teams and enough attacking threat there to do all right. Yeah, I thought, you know, very cunning pick-up of Pereira from West Brom. Yeah. Um, I like that. And Harvey Barnes has come on big. Um, interesting to pick up Trossard. I think it must have been one of his wild cards later on because... <laughs> I him last season, he didn't start every week. And I just thought, he's quite frustrating. Because when he did play, he was quite good, but he didn't start every week. And I think he's kind of starting every week now and he's uh, looking good. So, yeah. you know, credit, credit to him. What, what are your thoughts? Uh, I just, I mean, I, let, yeah, I, I needed a, um, I tried to get uh, Lacazette and I missed out on him to, to, to chair. Then I was getting desperate and spanked a load trying to get even Tammy Abraham. Missed out on him. So I, I am lacking some kind of uh, any of those kind of top team strikers, which is where I'm, where I'm a bit weak. But there's still a bit of money in the bank for the next window. Um, so that's but that's where I need to focus. But yeah, I'm, I was quite happy actually. I, I the, my defenders have um, because they're getting goals and assists. You know, Saka, Robertson, Chilwell have all got and say to some extent, but they've all got goals and assists in them. So so the clean sheet issue hasn't really mattered too much so far. They've, they've done quite a lot for me already. Uh, yeah, but yeah, goal, but yeah, strike strike force is a is a is a worry. Yeah, I think that's why you're seventh, really, because the rest of the team is pretty all right. But uh, that strike force is uh, it needs something, doesn't it? It needs something to to base it around. But yeah, mm. not a bad effort. Let's uh, let's see what happens. He's in a weaker group, so he might be able to do all right. So here's the old. Here we are, the maggots. So we're all back to back. Oh, yeah, yeah. an eighth in the seeds. Yeah. <laughs> Interestingly, if you look at the uh, the graph, highest anyone's put maggots is fifth. <laughs> no, and that it's was really... me. I was being kind, I think. Well, there's a few. There's a few fifths there, um, <laughs> but I don't know what the otters is thinking. Put me ninth, but you know, <laughs> separate conversation for golf. The golf course tomorrow. <laughs> um, so, what are you thinking, Chair? What do you like about this? Um... So I think goalkeeper, you've got Edison, you've got um, Gaeta. Yeah, pretty, pretty decent. Not too bad. Castanet started really well. He looks absolutely quality, doesn't he? Great. Banging in the points there, so happy days. Van Dijk, not so much, but he'll get better. Richie's out injured again. I think O'Connell's out again, I think. Yeah, he's out for a while now. Um, yeah, brilliant. And then Peters. So yeah, defensively... It's all relying on, uh, well, two players, really. Midfield, so you've got McGinn there, who's started to kick on a bit, so that's good. Henderson, still out injured, I think, so hasn't He's done back. too much. Back. Grealish looking really good, so good pick up there. 
Willian started well in the first match. I think it'll be quality this season. So I think you've done well how there. Did, how much did you get Grealish for? Um, about fifteen million, I think. Yeah, because he was—he was. I thought I thought he'd be quite um, quite popular in those transfer windows. He was—he was a Barmy Army favourite from last season, wasn't he? He was, he was yeah. Um, yeah, no. Well, I, I was happy with those two. Yeah, you've gone back for Almiron. So I think you've had him before, and it didn't quite work out. But you've gone back. So. Well, I mean, we've got Jimenez up front, and so he was the main. My main people I wanted to get were kind of Edison, Grealish, Van Dyke, Grealish, and Jimenez. So I was quite happy with that. So I've got a good solid spine there, and he had a few people around it. But I've just had an injury nightmare, complete injury nightmare. So O'Connell's out, Richie's out, uh, Henderson's been out, and then I've got Peters is, is not playing much. Hernandez is out. Almiron's now moved down a pecking order. And then Holgate's out. So literally, I've got just... I, mean, I can't even field, I don't think, a full team at the moment. Um, and that's been a problem. But that being said, you know, started well and run into two uh, unfortunate... Well, it's a nightmare. You know, you take on you take on the two semi-finalists to start with. Um, no, two finalists, that is, actually. And you, and you, and you, you beat them both. You great start. And then you, then you think, I've got the easy games against Harmless and the Barmy Army. And those bastards get 90 points each. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what can you do? Oh, dear. So I've had a bit of bad luck, but uh, I'm pretty happy with that. Some work to do in the window, but uh, I think uh, eighth seed's a bit, it's a bit harsh, that. Yeah, anyway, I'd say I think, so. I think, I think you'll be on the cusp. You'll, be, you'll, sit, you'll sit either side of that, that, that halfway mark. So you'll either tip into the championship or tip into the kipper. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it could be the case unless they've got a nice run. So we'll see what happens. Um, so let's have a look. What have we got next? Hung Dong. Um, what are your thoughts here, kid? Uh, I mean, you know, I had Kepper in goal last season and we know where that ended up. Didn't do well for me. Looking even worse this season for him. Um who else has he got? Uh, I have no idea about... I mean, the defence, to me, I haven't really got much of an opinion on them. Gabriel there for Arsenal, yeah, a bit of a, a, bit of a, a, bit of a wild card, as, you, as you've put, a bit of a joker. Um, Started well, though. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's got there, but then, uh... I mean, it's all about... As you look down here, I mean, he's got David Luiz, I guess. He's got... Uh, he's got... Oh, he's got Osamendi. He's I mean, gone, isn't he? He's left now. So he's there's, had enough. There's nothing to get out. The, the midfield's, I mean, yeah, okay. Zaka, Ndidi, Neves, Perez, they're not all going to start. And when they do, they might not, you know, they're not necessarily going to get goals. So, you know, my mind, my eye gets drawn to the to the strike force, obviously, especially Kane and Firmini. And that's probably where his goals are going to be coming from. But, yeah, on, on reflection, I'm, I think maybe I was a bit optimistic giving him ninth. <laughs> I think this is a shocking team. <laughs> I don't know how he's got up to ninth. I don't know how he's got up to ninth. Who, someone, the Barmy Army, again, just showing his credentials as a manager, is facing him full seat. <laughs> <laughs> what he's thinking. Uh, so the Otters as well. I, so I don't know what the Otters I'm tomorrow. interested by it because Otters, they hate Kane. Otters absolutely hate Kane. 
And this is the only player that's going to get them points. So I don't know what Otter's thinking. It's like a sort of anti, anti seed or something like that. I don't know what it is. I mean, Firmino's just not at the races at all at the moment. He really isn't. He's on the verge of being dropped, I think. And uh, Marino for Leeds, um, or Rodrigo, whatever you want to call him, he just, uh, well, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. But he hasn't really hit the ground running quite yet. But who knows? He might be all right. There's not, there's just not enough there for me to see how he gets out of the kipper. Yeah, I think it's all about next transfer window. So he's got no goalkeepers playing. Well, actually, I take that back. It looks like Mendy might be injured, so he might have someone playing. Yeah, Otamendi's left. Felipe Anderson's left. Stuart Armstrong's got COVID. So I, just, I don't know how he's going to cobble together a team for the next game week. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a weird one, isn't it? It's is a weird one. Um, yeah, Ang Dong's got another long season ahead of him. But at least he's back in the skies. That's, you know, that's a good thing. <laughs> okay. Harmless finds himself in 10th seed. Uh, The fact that you've got Ender Stevens as one of his star players. I mean, (laughs) I'll tell you what, he was a a star player for the Maggots last year, so you shouldn't love that. But as we've seen so far, it doesn't look like Sheffield United of last season. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on this, Chair? So I think once again, so the highest anyone's put him is sixth. And then most people would put him sort of between eight and ten. And yeah, looking back at his team, I could see why. I mean, you know, he's got Antonio again, so he's done well for that. Sam Maximum, yeah, happy with that. And Ward Prowse did quite well for Hartchester last year. Ings, decent. But it's not enough. Like, those are the only four players who will do anything for this team. The rest of them, I just look at it and just think, what? I just, yeah, it's so just makeshift, really. You know, he's, he's got Pope and Goal, who did well last season, but they've started terribly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alderweireld, all right. But the rest of it, God, I just, yeah. There's just injuries and bit part players everywhere. And the fact he's had to go back to Bishwari again, he just hasn't learned. Like, they say that the, uh, you know, insanity is when you do something over and over again and don't realise it's wrong. But Shwari is that. Like, he's just terrible. I think, uh, you heard it here first, it's a scathing review from the chairman there. He's very (laughs) (laughs) anti-harmless. I mean, he's got got some reasons to to be so, but I think... um, I, to be fair, I didn't think that defence was actually... I thought that defence was actually not bad at all. Because, I mean, Bulldog and Stevens did brilliantly for the Maggots last year. Dendonka, he doesn't always start, but when he does start, he is quite useful. And then Van Arnold was one of Chairman's specials, but he's injured at the moment. But I think when he plays, he's pretty useful. Um, but Zuma's now playing and scoring... Unbelievably, mm. um, so actually Zoom is quite handy. But then there's nothing. There's not really much else there. I mean, Lenana is a terrible pickup. I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> Milajovic isn't playing, so yeah, he's got it's... this is bait. So he's got. I've just counted up. He's got six ex Hartshire players. So he's taken yeah, my castoffs 
And uh, he's thought, oh, I like that. But he's got them when they're at the end of their careers and they're injury prone and all that. So it's very flattering, but yeah, it's just not good enough. <laughs> you know what's funny is um, he's just looked at what other teams have done in previous seasons and tried to pick them off. So he's picked off uh, the Master Trophy for the Maggots last year in the Sheffield United Bengals. And then he's picked up Lloyd Christmas's Santa Maxine, who was one of his little oh, yeah. pick-ups. And he's looked at you know, the heart chest and just kind of picked a few of the, few of the kind of uh, leftovers. But they're not his own ideas. They're not his own plans. They're just, he just picked up stuff which has worked by the managers in the past. That's a problem, this guy. And, it, and unfortunately, his CV is so bad that I think people just got on the bandwagon here <laughs> and just said, I can't see it. So, look, let's move on. It's going to be a long, hard season for him, I think, even despite a 90-pointer last week. Here he is. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh, he God. does it every year. He gives us a right good laugh. <laughs> what do you think, Lloyd Christmas? Give us a look at this. <laughs> uh, well, he's gone back to some of his old favourites. I mean, he's got he's got Tierney in there, who's banging on about him last season. Um, he's got Reese James in there, and he's got Phil Foden. He likes he likes some of these players, some of these younger players. Um, he loves it. It's difficult. It's difficult to talk. Really, it's difficult to say much because you know you can see on the rankings. We all thought he was going. We all think. I won't say thought. He could still end up there. We all think he's going to end up ninth, tenth, eleventh spot, if not, you know, worse. But but even now he's top of the league, hundred percent record. So <laughs> I don't understand it. Oh, no, no one can understand it. Um, Harmless is manager is furious about it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where... Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the players. I don't know whether they've got a full season in them at this pace. But then I think, you know, I'm looking at the scores from last season and he's got 12 points already. You only needed... You only needed 43 to get out of the bottom, <laughs> get out of the kipper if you were in League A last season. So he's already more than a quarter of the way there. He's only done a few games. He's done four games. So, you know, maybe this start is going is to see him through. It is such a strange team. I just you look at it and you just think I, I don't know it's, it's, it, it's so confusing and it almost stresses me out looking at it because I don't know how, well, the combinations and everything I don't know how you put it together it's so weird <laughs> I, I just, just playing in and out left right and centre it's just madness I just don't know how has he won the first four matches because I look at it and I think where have the points come from you know, the only person I think is Malpe and maybe Foden but the rest of them like, where have the points come from? It's so random. Well, they've all chipped in with stuff, you know, goals. Like, you know, Reese James, he'd fair as good pick-up, but this, uh, the Ganga guy from West Brom got one. Uh, Gineppo, I think, popped up with one. You know, it's just a weird old side. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say about this. He's, everyone's giving him a lot of stick here, but... He started off, he's gone to flyer and uh, the otters are up to the old tricks again. All you can say there. I think he's got him buried a goat under all our houses. <laughs> right, come on in. Who's, 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 that's it, isn't it? Is he bottom seed? No, he's not the bottom no, seed. No. Still one more to go. Come on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love the little kipper trophies. That's, oh. uh, he's got two kipper trophies, this bloke. He just stinks of fish even now. <laughs> he's had to put his finger out, though. He's got a son now. He's got baby Max. And, you know, 
you can't bring shame on baby Max like this. <laughs> it's not right. It's, it's been, uh, you know, if he gets kibbed again this year, we have to retire him because no one, it's not good for his mental health. It's just not right. What? Well, what? I mean, this is too weird, Chair. I mean, I mean, it be, looks, be, it looks dodgy. It but, looks dodgy, but it works, and it's you know he is up there. You know, Calvert Lewin has been unbelievable. Bamford, yeah, amazing. Bowen, unbelievable. I. It's just, and then, you know, Abraham's getting games as well, which we didn't expect. So, I mean, from those alone, and then, you know, Suchek had a goal, but it got disallowed, but it looks quite handy, actually. So, yeah, I mean, to be fair, at the mo- the thing is, I think at the moment it looks great, but I think Bamford will dry up. Yeah, I think Calvert-Lewin's going to be good for the season. I think Bowen will dry up as well. And then that's where the issues happen, because... Then you look at it and you start really digging into it and you think, oh, actually, it's not that great. But, you know, so far, he's doing really well. He really is. Yeah, yeah I mean, Coleman's, Coleman's, you know, got off to a flyer, um, you know, a few assists. Abraham's, you know, chipped him in a couple of goals. I mean, against me, his whole front line was scoring. Um, unbelievable. Every goal's fine everywhere. Bowen was getting involved as well. You've got Lindstrom, who's solid in midfield. Declan Rice is solid. Defence is quite weak, though. I mean, there's yeah. not... He's got Davis, Dunn and Fernandez of Newcastle and obviously Joe Bryan, but that's... Obviously, he's always, Coleman comes in, Wan-Bissaka as well, although he's been in and out. I don't know what's going on there. Now he's changed his nationality, I hear. So I don't know what's going really? on there. I haven't heard that. Yeah, well, on his Instagram, he changes... He took the England flag off and put a new one up. <laughs> So things aren't going well there, but uh, I, I don't know. It defies logic this season so far because you almost got the people who everyone thought was going to be shit are actually the ones that are <laughs> at the top of the top of the tables. So I think you. I think we've got twelfth and eleventh seed both prop, uh, both leading their leagues at the moment. We'll come on to that, I think, won't we? We will do, but, yeah. Barmy Kipper Army, he's been through hell the last two years. Maybe he's coming out the... Uh, maybe it's light at the end of the tunnel. Well, I think it does show that democracy maybe isn't the way forward. You know, we put the vote to all of the managers and um, actually it's backfired a bit, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it shows what they know, maybe. We need uh, communism to come in. Chairman just needs oh, to dictate, I think. Let's see where it ends up, though. Let's see where it ends up. Yeah, you're right. Well, look, let's um, let's move on to see... Should we see what we're going to look at next year? Oh, should we have a little quiz before we take a quick five-minute break? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so, go on, then, Chair. Quiz question. So, who were the top three most expensive players in the draft? De Bruyne. Well, hang on a minute. Don't just dive in. Oh, I think thought... About it. I thought I'm, I'm, I'm putting forward my choices, De Bruyne. Well, just let, let, you know, fans at home listening to this, they can get their pens out and have a little scribble here. Just let them have a think about that. I'm going to have a little think myself. And then uh, let's pause now and have a quick break. And uh, we'll come back to that in five minutes. We're back. We're back. I've got myself a Kit Kat. I haven't had a Kit Kat in years. I'm absolutely loving it, actually. Is it chunky or is it just a normal one? 
it's just one of these um, normal ones with the new wrappers. They've definitely shrunk as well over the years. Mm. But um, still as delicious as ever, actually. Really enjoying it. Well, I, I, I'm just conscious we've talked a bit about quite a lot of footy, actually. And he, uh, we'll see. Looks like we're heading back into the second uh, second wave here, which is pretty nasty. How are you, how are you finding it, uh, Lloyd Christmas? Well, you know I me, mean? I like... I uh, enjoy not going out and staying at home. So actually, lockdown for me was uh, was great first time around. It gave me an excuse just to, you know, stay at home more, be antisocial. So I've been uh, I've been relishing the second lockdown coming along. I'm fine with it. Just hope it doesn't drag on till Christmas, though, you know. Just a couple of weeks, two or three weeks, save a bit of money, not go out, a few more pub quizzes over Zoom, and then let us out again. I'll tell you what. There's, there is some concerns about Lloyd Christmas. He's becoming a real recluse. Yeah. And um, even his wife is actually worried about him. <laughs> trying to actually encourage him to be more social and get out there. Because... Yeah, you know what she's, she's worried most about is the fact that I'm sitting here in a room doing a podcast about a fantasy football team. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she's most worried about. See, Karen's away tonight. She still doesn't know about the podcast. I just don't know when to break it to her. I just, I fear it's going to come out. And the fact we're in lockdown means people aren't seeing it, but I know it's going to slip out at some point. So I don't know how I tell her. Uh, it's, like, it's like my dirty little secret. <laughs> well, Carl's got out. She's had enough of it. So, so I'm on duty tonight. But um, I had an afternoon out with the sales lads having a few beers in town. So it's quite nice to get out. It's nice to get out of the pub again and just have a few beers, you know. Just get feel like things are slightly normal again. But then, unfortunately, we looked around the corner and uh, a few lads shooting up on the corner. But I just thought it was King's Cross. <laughs> so anyway, look, let's get back to the, uh, the quiz question then. What? Uh, go on, share read out for us again. So, who were the top three most expensive players in the draft? So, what do you think, Lloyd Christmas? Um, De Bruyne um, Harry Kane Van Dyke. I don't know how I think he's got them probably there well I don't know where there must be some um... well there is inflation in the secondary rounds right so the first round I know De Bruyne had to be the first the most expensive one there <laughs> But in the second and the third round, it all just gets a bit inflated because everyone gets desperate and they got money left to burn. So, And then I think it was Kane and Van Dyke that were left over from the first round. So people must have gone all in on those. But I dread to think that you could have had Tammy Abraham going for a lot in the kind of fifth round. Who knows? I think the logic's very good there, actually. Um, I mean, I think, uh, well, we've got a blank screen here. So the chair's going to do some kind of reveal here or something. Do you see my screen or not? I've taken I could, it I could see... Top 11 players, okay, but nice. what, uh, it's blanked out. With yeah, blue... I thought I'd do a little reveal. I didn't want it to get out before and ruin the, uh, ruin the old answers. So it's, uh, let's have a look. Here we go. Oh. Number one, De Bruyne. 76.7 million in the first round crock pots. I think that's a new record, isn't it? It is, yeah. We've, I think before we had about 60 million last year, but it's just gone a bit crazy this time. 
Okay, well, that's quite a lot of cash there for crockpots. I hope he's, he actually hasn't done huge, as well yet, has he? As, no, um, 35 points so far, so, yeah. But, I mean, Grealish got that for me in uh, last week. <laughs> Honestly, one game, he got 38 points. So, who's next? Van Dijk. <laughs> I mean, wow. 75.1 million to the maggots. That's ridiculous. <laughs> What was, what was uh, the thinking there? Was that a few? Well, was that a wild I, night out, and you just thought, "Oh, let's, let's spend all the money on him"? Well, I just I had um, a good, I literally got most of the players I needed in and around, um, and I had a good. I wanted to get a solid spine, and the, the person I was missing out was like someone really solid in defence, uh, like a marquee defender. And I thought the only way to guarantee to get him is spend big. Um, but I think I went a bit too nuts. I got, I, got, I got dragged into the uh, craziness of it all. And, I reckon uh, you must have been at least £20 million ahead of the next bid. Well, I got a message, I think, from Barmy Army saying, you pay too much, mate, you know, when he was in, uh, when he was in Shit Creek session, <laughs> uh, when he hadn't got anyone. But, yeah, a bit, a bit overflated that, I would say. Well, let's so, have a look. So we've got... Uh... Barmy Army, 60.2 million they put in. Yeah, See, so I, I knew they were going big. He had to go big. And uh, he lost out. That's why he's pissed off with me. <laughs> and then number three, Harry Kane. Yeah. There you go, 70.1 million to Hong Dong. Yeah. <laughs> he's done uh, well Hong so far. Hong Dong needed that, though. Without that... Yeah. I mean, I don't know where Hung Dong is. Well, they're gone. Because obviously, don't, remember, don't forget this year, the kipper might have to sit out a season. That is, there is, Has that been decided? There is a potential danger that could happen. Um, but Because uh, apparently Dad wants to get involved, but that... You know, that's up for debate, I think, still, because that bloke can't even do his fa- American fantasy football now. So, And he's got a kid, so let's see what happens. <laughs> Should I take us through the rest of these ones? Because it's some interesting reading here. Yeah, so we've got Bruno Fernandes, 55.2 million. Wan-Bissaka, 55.1 million, Barmy Army. That's crazy. Wan-Bissaka, two points. Two points so, so far. far. So, yeah, hell. That's, uh, that's a bit of a wild one. But that was round three, that. So he didn't have any options, really. So you thought, right, go for it. I think we'll see Wan-Bissaka coming back into the, uh, <laughs> coming back into the field. I think so, yeah. Window. I think that's nailed on to happen, isn't it? It gets a bit more nuts. As we go We've got uh, Werner, 53.3 million, plus Aubameyang, 53.2 million. So both of those going slingers. So he went big on those two players, got both of them, but hasn't quite worked out for them yet. And then... Um, Number eight, Abraham, 50.1 million to Barmy Army. Once again, so this was round two where he's getting a bit desperate. And uh, he just thought, right, 50.1 million. But as you say, he's actually done all right for him so far. He has, yeah. He's actually been quite useful, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Barmy Army, if they get rid of those two players, then uh, they've got over 100 million to spend. So watch out. Then you've got um, Pilots with their uh, 
imaginative Salah Sterling, double up, both forty nine point yeah. seven million. So mm. to be fair, you know, he put a lot of money in there, but it's not seventy six point seven million, is it? So fair play to him. And then uh, Alexander Arnold, forty seven point two million to Rangers. So yeah. yeah, I mean, quite a lot of those you'd say yeah, that's fine. But I think Abraham and Wan Bissaka are the. Uh, the old ones, the anomalies. Yeah, but I don't know. Abraham's not done too bad, though. Um, I don't know. It depends. Pulisic is back now. Is he going to play? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens there. Yeah. Um, and then just, just a little fact for you as well. So only two players in the top 20 top point scorers so far this season. So only... Two of these players from the top 11 are in the top 20 point scorers. So a lot of value out there. A lot of bargains have been had. I think out of, out of interest, why did you cut it? Why did you have the top 11 players and not the top 10? Uh, I just thought it would be quite nice, you know. Have a, uh, a team of 11. Why not? Oh, I see. Got it. Yeah. It, it, it does show, actually. It's been a bit of a crazy season. And uh, I know it's only four games in, to be fair. We've got to keep... Mind ourselves of that, um, but yeah, there's there's been I think a lot of value in, in the cheap pickups around the league actually. Do you, do you have the top um, top ten point scorers currently? I do. Yeah. Do you want to uh, have a little gander? I've got a few a few little questions. Oh yeah, sorry. Let's go for the next quiz question. So the next one. So who were the top three most bid for players across all the rounds? I would probably have to say, I'll let everyone just have a think and write this down, but I would probably have to say Bruno Fernandes might be in there. Um, I know I know. last year's one, I think, was uh, was Digne, or Dig, I don't know even, Digne, yeah. Everton left back. Um, and... Who else would I say was most? Oh, don't know. Maybe a Bamiang. Don't know. Kid, what do you want to go for? Uh, I reckon a lot of people would have gone for De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Um, someone like Mane. And yeah, maybe you're right with one of these kind of mid-tier, mid-tier players like a like a Dinier or someone like that. But Jimenez. Interesting. Well, we've got you. Should we have a little look? Yeah, let's have a look. So. There you go, a little reveal. Right. So, top two. So, first equal. Six people went for these players. That's not right. Um, so, De Bruyne was number one. Yeah. Six people went for him. So, Crockpots, although you put in a lot of money, yeah, it worked for him. And then yeah. Sun. A lot of people saw the Sun. And thought, right, let's go for him. <laughs> yeah, he was a popular choice, but he, uh, what, did he, what did he go for in the end, actually? Just checking. I should know this, because I, I signed him up. But uh, let's have a little gander and see. It must have been a late, late, late 20s, I think. Yeah, I think it was around about that. Uh, human. 
That's amazing, your fact at the bottom, there's only, uh, only one bid for Alexander-Arnold. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? That and the fact that you could have picked up Kane and Van Dijk on a, for a 0.1 million in the first round. It just shows, doesn't it? So it's 22.2 million for Sun. How much? 22.2 million. So a bit of a well, bargain at the moment. It's like a bargain at the moment, absolutely. Okay, well, there's our, top, there's our joint top two. What have we got? What? Pepe was in there as well, <laughs> number one. So six bids for him in the second round. All right. He went thirty point one million in the end. Bloody hell! God, well, fair enough. That surprises me a lot. That. Um, I think he was just the best of well, yeah, what best of a bad bunch really. Yeah. Bit of a wild card. Yeah. And then. We've got fourth week, we've got Doherty and Abraham. So again, I think, was that round two? So Doherty was round one. So five people went for Doherty. And he only went 13.4 million. So a lot of people sort of lowballing to try and get him. Mm. Yeah. It's it's the same with Ali. Yeah. So four people went for Ali in round one. And uh, 1.2 million Rangers got him for. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone had the same point. They thought, right... This guy, no one's going to go for him. Let's go really cheap. He might do all right, but he's only got three points so far, so it hasn't really paid off, has it? I mean, Abraham was in fourth week with Doherty. Five people went for him, and he was picked up for 50 minutes. So Barmy and I had to fight for him. Um, yeah, interesting. Vardy, sixth week rule, as well as Ali, Werner, and, well, Van Dyke and Wambasaka. So four people went all went for those guys. Yeah, um, yeah and some of these big bids in there to take take those guys off the table, really. They certainly were. As you say, yeah. kids, so Alexander Arnold, only one person went for him, forty seven point two million. Martial, one person went for him, thirty three million. And then Ziach went to a uh, Christmas, didn't he, for twenty eight point two million? Correct. Yeah. Good. Interesting, man. I, I, that's a bit nasty, that, Jay. You've really put the knife in. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like that, Steve. Oh, dear. Well, excellent. Fantastic. So, what, final quiz question? And then we'll move on to the league table? Yeah. So, which players are the top three point scorers so far? I... Thing. Is it Calvert-Lewin? Is he won? Um, I'd have to say Grealish has got to be up there because he got 38 points from in the last game and he scored the week before that. Um, so I'd say Grealish for me. Calvert-Lewin, yeah, probably a good shout. Um, uh, who's, got, is it, uh, who's got a hat-trick? Son? Son got a hat-trick? Ooh. Sonny boy. Sonny Boy could be there. Sonny Boy would be up there, actually. Yeah, Kane, actually, as well. Kane. Don't know. I think it's going to be four, Let's have a little reveal. <laughs> so it is Sun, number one, with uh, 76 points so far. And um, about 30 of those left on my um, bench, which you <laughs> saw last week. But um, uh, it's all fine. It's all okay. Well, I hope it doesn't come down to some points later on in the season. <laughs> it's true. Kane, number Seven two. Points. Yeah, 74 points. So he's only two points behind Sun. 
So although he's he's been assisting a lot, not scoring as many, he's still doing pretty well. Yeah, definitely. And number three Strong. is Salah. So everyone forgets about Mr. Salah, the Egyptian king. Yeah, he's uh, he's got sixty nine points, so he's only just behind them there. He's just he just he just keeps scoring that bloke. He does, yeah. Um, and then yeah, some, some of the others. So Calvert Lewin, number four. So oh. Barmy Army, three point three million they got him for. Absolute bargain. Sixty five points. Grealish is in fifth. Um, Fifty six. Yeah, it's fifth. So. <laughs> Fifteen point seven million. It's a nice little bid for you there. Yeah. And then our our uh, Matt, uh, Rodriguez for Everton in at fifty six as well. Um, so yeah, and then then Vardy seventh for the Slingers fifty three. He keeps doing it, Vardy. When is that bloke gonna actually get old? <laughs> Give up the ghost. He just keeps going. Um, and then. More paying eight, actually, for 0.2 million. 0.2 million, 52 God, points. Picked up, a, picked up a steal there, fair play to him. Uh, 52 points, that's a great steal. Callum Wilson, I've got a strong feeling Harchester's got an eye on this guy. <laughs> well, he's he's ex um, Harchester, isn't he? So he'll go to Harmless. <laughs> he actually didn't enjoy his time actually playing under, um, under Harchester's manager. He didn't really do that great. No, he didn't. Um, Training regime was so harsh as well, lots of injuries. So, yeah, but he's in there at nine to 49 points. And then um, another another sneaky pickup from Barmy Army, Bamford, for 3.2 million with 47 million. I mean, oh, I really was thinking about this guy before, but I don't think I'd have got him anyway because I was just thinking about even cheaper than that. But uh, good pickup from Barmy Army again. That strike force is, God. It's cost him bugger all, and he's, he's yeah. loving it. And then eleventh place, Mane, thirty-two point two million. Grand Crew, forty-one points, keeping Grand Crew afloat um, before you know COVID hit. Cool. And then the the little facts: five of the top twenty t- point scorers are free agents for the next draft. So we've already mentioned Hamas Rodriguez, Callum Wilson, Ollie Watkins, Cresswell. Ex-Harchester, and then uh, Klitsch as well. So it's going to be interesting this window, I think. There is, yeah. There's going to be a lot of interest out there. There's, um, as we've seen, team we've got there's quite a lot of holes to fill. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, everyone does, and uh, let's see if there's any trades as well, chair. Now, do we want to just cover that off quickly? Because you're having a little think about the whole trade situation. Yeah, been having Probably a little think about. How we try and uh, stimulate it. So I've been speaking to um, our Chancellor to try and work out how to stimulate the trade situation. And uh, it's a tricky one, to be honest. Um, but what I'm thinking, we try and simplify it. And we try it to... What I'm thinking is everyone just goes for one player initially. They can approach to any of the teams and say, right, this is the player I want. What I'm thinking though is we probably do the um so we've got two weeks to play with next international week so what i think is everyone puts who they want to put on their transfer window or transfer um list even um and then what you can do is try and make extra money so if you bought someone from 0.1 million then people can bid more for that 
and then you keep right. the bidding going with them to get to a point where you're happy. And then if you're happy, we then do that just before the actual transfer window starts. Yeah, that makes sense because otherwise you release them and you don't get that much value back. Yeah, right, you'll so, so it means that basically yeah, if you have someone you want to get rid of, someone can come in with an offer for more than that and then you can make a bit of a profit on it as well, which will help you in the actual transfer window. Well, I take, think, them, take them off the market before they hit the market. Yeah, exactly. So, but I think we want to try and simplify it because there could be bids going left, right and centre. Everyone's got jobs to do and things to do, so we don't want to make it too complicated. So maybe if we start it as sort of you can go for one player or one other team you can negotiate with. Yeah. But, you identify a player you want. Yeah. And... Um, you can open dialogue. So I, say to, so, so I say to Lloydie, for example, this is Lloydie, I've been really impressed by Wamba Saka. I know you're going to release him 55 million, but I'm willing to pay you 57 million. Yeah. Exactly. And he'll say, actually, yeah, I can make a bit of a profit there. Yeah. I'll take, you know, I'll take that. Yeah. But equally, he could have had some side bids from other people as well. That's offering upwards of 50, 57, 58 million. Yeah, exactly. But I think we just I mean, need to simplify it by limiting it to maybe one or two offers you can put in yeah that's fair enough I can just see Otter with a bone right now he's so excited <laughs> <laughs> he loves tinkering and giving <laughs> up to his old tricks well, um, well look I think that's that's a good good idea Chair. I like that one um, so let's vote that to the lads when, when is the actual next when is the uh, the draft open for business so it's the next international break so it's after game week eight so it's. Um, right. I, I thought it was coming up next week. No, 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 no. We're doing it. We've decided to do it the second international break. All right. Okay. So when? So. So it's about. Um, I've got it on the slide. So it's, it's mid November, isn't it? Yeah, it's early to mid November. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. So That's yeah, good. we'll we'll iron it out and um, work out exactly how it works, but yeah. I think it, it seems like the best option. It might be a bit of trial and error, this one, but we'll give it a go. Okay, cool. All right, good stuff. There we go. Cool. We're good with that. Um, so, what have we got next? And just a quick standings end before uh, we wrap up for the evening. So, League A, which I have to say, I think this league is, uh, at the moment, looks a lot stronger. I have to say, we've got at the top, well, I say that, at the top we've got otters there somehow. <laughs> yeah, it looks stronger because you've got otters, but there's, we all remember what we've been saying earlier about otters. He's a, uh, he's a, he's a one-trick pony who's, a, who's, who's got a kind of a short runway. So when, well, let's assume he, he fades away by Christmas and then we're back to the, back to the rest of the field. So yeah, don't get too carried away yet. <laughs> well, he's got the well, lowest points um, scored and then... Lowest points against as well in this league, so he has no, been very lucky, isn't he? It's just unbelievable. He's he's over. He's got over a hundred points scored less against him. It's unbelievable. Then the maggots that is. <laughs> um, so look, he's unbeaten. Uh, only unbeaten team in the league at the moment somehow. So you know, let's hope uh, Lloyd Christmas is right on this one. Um, Harchester's in second. Three wins, one loss. Um, so, you know, good, solid start from Harchester. You've got to be happy with that. 
although losing to Hong Dong was a bit of a, <laughs> was a bit of a nasty shock, I think, to the fans. Really, yeah, it was. <laughs> it wasn't a good what weekend with United losing six one and then Hearts to losing to Hong Dong. It wasn't what a does good the weekend. win waiver mean? The WW column. Um, so that's yeah. Just ignore that. It's based on last year, I think, positions and stuff. So yeah, we don't use it. Mm. So then we've got the maggots in in third, on two and two. Uh, because they're right up there, they're, they're, they're leading the league on points scored, and actually they've got most points against as well. Two nine five, horrible. Um, Slingers in fourth on two and two, Rangers in fifth on two and two, and Hung Dong surprisingly two and two as well. Don't know how he's managed that, but he has fair play to him. Uh, so that is a tough league, I tell you. That's a really really tough league. It's going to be a dogfight out there this year. <laughs> I think uh, that is going to be the league last year's League B but who knows some teams might fall away let's have a look at League B then here we go so you've got Barmer Kipper Army that's the, the two, two Kipper finalists at the top <laughs> yeah yeah so three and one they're at the top uh, fair play 287 points scored um, you know they've actually done really well so far let's see if the bubble bursts but then into second straight away Lloyd Christmas just two and two they be they could be bottom of the lot although to be fair points scored point score, two, eight, yeah. eight. I think it's the top so far points against two six seven but you know two and two crockpots two and two um, not not great at all from scoring though one nine nine hasn't quite broken the 200 yet which is They've been a bit lucky haven't they really yeah, a bit lucky. 209 points against. Harmless then in fourth, just outside the kip already on one and three. They had their one outstanding performance against the Maggots of 90 points, but I think that was more than their probably other three games put together in that game. <laughs> I don't see them going anywhere other than down. And then you've got, um, yeah, 217 points scored. 217 points for the Harmless. 260. Same old story, same different scene. Um, and we've got Grand Crew, one and three. You know, again, a lot, you know, highly regarded at the start of the season, top seeds, but struggling already. You know, 204 points scored, very poor, um, below harmless, 249 against. Two game losing streak, really struggling already. And then, what about this chair? The Gobies, no wins, four losses. Uh, 194 points scored. I think, is that the lowest in the league? I think it is. And, yeah, it is. but then 200, 284 against, which actually probably won the highest. Yeah. Uh, slightly below the Maggots. But, um, yeah, they, they are struggling. They are, yeah. And that's with Salah doing quite well and Sterling doing all right. But as we said, the rest of this point Clark cast isn't really working, is it? I, I always thought this guy's bubble might burst at some point, and when it burst, it'd be it would be ugly. Because uh, when you when you have a bad start list, you have to you have to be really quite you know use your nouse and uh, everything you got to dig out some uh, players out of the next draft and, and 
and pull yourself out of the uh, out of the kipper. But is he going to be able to do that? He hasn't got that much money to play with because he's spent it all on Salah and Sterling. So it's going to be it's going to be tricky. What are your thoughts, Lloyd Christmas, on this this league? Of I, think, I, I think your well, your last point was interesting. Yeah, he hasn't. He's not got the luxury of. Uh, of the Barmy Army, for example, who've got 100 million tied up with Abraham and Wambasaka, they can just release that <laughs> without a problem. And they've still got Calvert Lewin and those guys, you know, and um, Bowen, who have been scoring their points. Whereas Gobi's points are tied up in 100 million, so they've only got 50 million left that they could possibly look to release. So that's probably a big, um, that's going to be a big turning point for him. I think, I, I mean, we've already talked about each individual team, so, but I think, yeah, they're, they're going to struggle a bit. I think, you know, the league. I do think maybe some of those seedings were a bit wild. Um, you know, the highest seedings for, for our league were Crockpots, Gronkrew and Gobies. So, so I think maybe you know it might it might be quite might be quite a fortuitous league for, for Lloyd Christmas actually. This one, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be licking my lips. Out, isn't it? <laughs> I would be licking my chops right now. So unfortunately, with the other bloody hell hellhole where uh, everyone's clambering all over each other trying to get out there. I mean, surely not again. Harmless cannot sneak into the championship bracket again. With a losing record, surely not this year. Um, but you just never know. It's going to be interesting. Right, that's, that's, that's where we're at uh, after game week four. Oh, here we go. Statistician here. Chair's pulled up a few interesting... What you got here, Chair? Ooh, this is, uh, just shows you... Greens are obviously good and reds bad. Just shows you what teams are doing at the moment. So, Barmy Army top scorer is thirteen goals. Um, let's have a look at Lloyd Christmas. So they've got the most shots on target, the most minutes on the pitch. They've been looking at some of the new ones, the aerial and um, <laughs> the uh, contest succeeded. So I think he's tried to get a few points there, but he's got the most ergs. No one wants oh, the most ergs, do they? Oh yeah, the ergs. Yeah, they're the ergs. Dreaded ergs. So he's leaving the ergs. Yeah. It's nice. How many minus points do you get for an erg? It's minus two, I think. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I think the interesting thing here is otters have got none of their points are the best or the worst. They've got no circles on their stats whatsoever. You're right, actually. They've got nothing. They're so I think completely... the underlying stats don't look good for the Otters. They're actually 10th when, when you're looking at points scored. So they're down there in the, uh, the old Kipper battle, really. But because they've lucked out and the voodoo magic's been working, they've snuck out of it so far. So watch out for that. I mean, you're absolutely right. The Otters just completely... I don't know how they're doing it. Just make, these stats doesn't make sense. Um, we've got... The Barmy Army and uh, the Maggots with you know, an own goal apiece. Um, the Slingers are way out there with eight yellow cards. I don't know what they what kind of <laughs> philosophy trying to preach there, but that's that's way out, way out above the rest of the teams. Um, what else have we got in here? Key passes. Texas Rangers are up there with forty six, leading the way. Yeah. Maggots uh, got the most assists, thirteen. Yeah, most assists for Maggots. Mo- most uh, clean sheets for defence. Harchter and Sling- Slinger's got five each. That's it. Five. It's tiny, wow. isn't it? That's tiny, yeah. That's, I also, I wouldn't have expected it from those teams either. It's interesting. 
Um, what's Hang Dong got there? Accurate passes, Hong Dong's leading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 1,481. Good stuff, Hung Dong. Um, and then what else? Yeah, aerial battles. Block shots. The Barmy Kipper army are leading that by a mile. Um, yeah, interesting. Some good stats there, actually. Yeah, good spread, as we say. Good spread. What's BR again? Uh, balls recovered. So, uh, so crop, crop pots are leading yeah, that one. He's gone a bit defensive midfield there, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, and tackles won. The Gobi's actually leading that with 33. Yeah, interesting. In- that is, uh, yeah, again, harmless. Not Don't even appear again. No, they've got nothing, have they? Middle harmless don't appear on this, nor do the Otters, but some of the Otters are 4-0. Four, four and nor, and... Uh, Old harmless at one and three. Interesting. Yeah, well, there you go. So what have we got coming up then? So we've got the last week's fixtures, last results. So these are actually the uh, the new match previews. So these are the matches coming up game week five. And these are right. the pred- predictions based on fan tracks. So I yeah. haven't had a proper look into these, but I know there's a bit of controversy around them. But it's giving Hartster a, a five-point win against the Otters, so I'll take that, to be fair. So, yeah, it's predicting in this next big match. And it is a big match, you know. Um, it's one against two, isn't it? Yeah, one against two in League uh, League A. So they're predicting the Otters will get 51.33 points and uh, Hartchester 56.37. So, yeah, I mean, interesting. Who knows? You just have no idea what the otters are going to do. To be honest, I like that. Even, even fan tracks doesn't back the otters, but <laughs> yeah, I think they'll. I think they'll sneak through. I mean, surely not. Surely <laughs> not. I mean, someone's got to end this. This bloody run of this. So uh, the next big match up, uh, dangerously harmless against Grand Crew. I mean, two teams really struggling. Um, this this could be a kipper battle playoff here. Yeah. Um, got Harchester predicted to get sorry not Harchester dangerously harmless 44 and Grand Cru 61 so Grand Cru is a predicted favourite there what about his next one Lord Christmas Hung Dong um, he's just got that firepower isn't he up front from memory so I guess it all depends who he's up against he's got um, is it Hung Dong have got Kane and Firmino yeah yeah so Spurs got so Spurs got West Ham. Yes, I mean Liverpool Everton was well. So so yeah, I mean it could be it could be a Kane hat trick, but West Ham are doing quite well at the moment. So, no. so yeah, yeah, I'd like to I'd like to back um, a lot of the Lloyd Christmas uh, points are based a bit around Chelsea. So Chelsea Southampton works quite well for us. Um, but you know, yeah, it's not going to be a high scoring one as Fantrax is predicting. In fact, most of those matches are pretty. Pretty mediocre, aren't they? Apart from the Walker Texas points, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we've got a uh, Lloyd Christmas predicted fifty nine versus Hung Dong fifty one, so it's going to be another quite tight one, I think. As is the next one, where we've got the Barmy Kipper Army versus the Crockpot. Barmy Kipper Army fifty seven, Crockpot sixty four. Uh, it's going to be a big battle that again in League B. Uh, you know, the Kipper Army, can he keep it going? Crockpots have, have got to start firing soon. I mean, they're in the mix, but 
I expect them to start firing soon, surely. Um, yeah. yeah. De Bruyne is going to come big soon. Is it going to be against Arsenal? I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. I mean, Kipper Army have got uh, Calvert-Lewin at home to Liverpool and then Bowen's away to Tottenham. So, yeah, probably not that many points there. I mean, who knows with Liverpool? God knows what's happening. I mean, uh, and then we've got the, probably the what, match of the weekend. <laughs> Harvest Maggots <laughs> against the Stingers. I mean, it's an absolute classic. This is on uh, Super Sunday at 4pm. <laughs> um, so, Maggots predicted 54 versus the Slingers 60. It's going to be, it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be exciting. The question is, can Maggot field a full team with all the injuries he's got? I don't know. So we'll have to see what happens there. I think we've got Aubameyang against Man City, which, which should help you a bit. You'd hope so, but you never know, do you? Because, um, I mean... Oh, this season. Yeah. It's crazy um, season. Who have Leicester got? Because Vardy's a bloody threat. He's got Villa. Villa. And then he's got Werner against Southampton. Surely that guy's got to start scoring. Who's that? Werner against um, Southampton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. And then um, Texas Rangers versus the Pilots. Can the Pilots get off to get off the blocks, get the monkey off their back? Well, Fantrax is saying no. They're saying Texas Rangers top scoring this this week, this game week, 67 versus the Pilots on 49. Um, so... The only team scoring lower than than them predicted by fan tracks is harmless, which is probably quite accurate. <laughs> um, so I don't know, but yeah, I mean, I'd probably back the the Rangers there as well. Yeah, I mean, Salah away to Everton, and then um, Sterling at home to Arsenal. Uh, there could be points, but probably not that many. So yeah, I think it's it's Rangers all the way, isn't it? Oh blimey! I tell you, what's start thinking? Are we going to start seeing? You know, last season's Army Army. You know, starting with that horrendous record. I don't think he got off the got off the off the mark for a long time, did he? <laughs> I think it was about eight or so, wasn't it? Matches he yeah, lost well, in a row. So, poor bloke. Okay, well that's 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 the uh, preview. I like that chair. Well done. Uh, and I think that probably what's this? We've got here just the transfer window. So the exact dates. Uh, as I said earlier, it's after game week eight. Uh, so that's 9th of November till 20th of November. So uh, get your pen out, put that in your diary and uh, more information to come. Just a few of the players here who are available. So there's quite a illustrious list here. So you've got uh, Gareth Bale, obviously come back to Premier League. You've got Cavani, <laughs> United's new number seven. Thirty-three. He's so old. <laughs> James Rodriguez is in there. You got Callum Wilson, Watkins, Havertz. The old uh, classic Decore is back in the Premier League. Ross Barkley, Barkley, Party, yes. and um, Samido as well. So just a little flavour. Information here because some of the players out there, like you know, the managers, I should say, like Harmless, won't have a clue. So they'll be literally just going on what what you're telling him. Wow. So, yeah, I've tried um, to uh, put a few trick ones in there, so don't you worry. He'll be, <laughs> ha- we all know Harmless will be all over to because he's ex-Hartchester, uh, isn't he? So he's trying to sign him up at the moment. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, look, I think that's a wrap, guys. I mean, we've got some exciting weeks ahead of us, but it's um, it's going to be a bit of a mad season. 
So, I do think squads are going to be more important than ever because I'm already seeing so many injuries. It's a nightmare. Yeah, so, it's lucky we got those 17 players in there. We didn't get extra managers in, to be fair. Well, exactly. The, um, is there a manager of the month award that we need to um, decide on? Or does it just go to the most points? Because if I remember rightly, most points scored. <laughs> and is it based on match points or absolute points? No, it's like it, it has to go to um, the Otters, I'm afraid, because it does, they yeah. won it. Yeah, you can, it's all about who you're playing against. And uh, Otters, unfortunately, have snuck it. So, um, yeah, hard luck. <laughs> hard luck, Christmas. One of the lowest point scorers of the month who comes <laughs> out with the award. There might be... We've got to be careful with you. There's going to be a mutiny on us, around soon. I know for a fact that Harmless's manager is extremely angry about this. <laughs> the Otters at the moment. He's really anti-Otters at the moment. And, uh, so we're going to have to... Just be careful about this stuff. What's the, what is the award, by the way, for the month? Uh, it's, it's five English pounds. So five English uh, pounds, so it will get you about three quarters of a pint. Yeah, exactly. In a London pub. Well, the good thing is, because the pubs will be closed soon, you can actually go to your local offie and you can get a pack of four for a fiver. So, True. happy days. Well, I could value that. Yeah. Um, what about, do they get to have a free go at your assault course? I mean, it's open to anyone, to be fair. You don't need to be managing the month to do that. So, um, yeah, <laughs> come, on, come on up. All right. Well, look, that's a wrap, guys. Uh, good luck out there. It's going to be another real battle um, up until the next window. And start thinking about your, who you might want to trade because uh, there's going to be some interesting stuff going on with there. I think Chair's come up with a nice little solution there. So think who you might want to pinch from... Uh, and the other teams I'm certainly you've got some ideas floating around my head tonight so uh, just just to close there the, the but that trade window will open at the beginning of November but leading up to the actual transfer window which is the 9th so what, right? what will happen we would use the first week so from the 9th till the 16th no the yeah we'll work it out but the 9th till like the 14th or saying we'll use for the trading and then the actual window will start after that Yeah, to be ironed out, as I said, we'll work it out. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, cool. Cheers. We'll see how it works. It's going to be interesting. I'm, <laughs> I'm just thinking through some scenarios in my head, and I'm not sure it's going to be that successful. But we'll try and see what happens. We'll give it a go. Right. All right, lads. 